why you need to invest in yourself instead of the big corporations, i.e. the stock market. Not that they're mutually exclusive, but uh, I want to share with you uh, what, what I went through when I decided to quit my crappy old job and start my own business. Literally, it's just me. Um, I'll never forget this, and, uh, and I'm going to share with you the reason I'm reading, bringing this up to you again. But it was in two th late, uh, late 2016, I was interviewing some companies and whatnot, and I had a nice little pile of money put aside. And I just remember sitting there thinking, I can go work for some other crappy old job, and that's not what I wanted to do. I can invest myself and, uh, and basically spend all my money as my own entrepreneur and see what happens. Or if I uh, invest myself, you know, I can you know, take on debt and allow the markets to continue what historically, at least for the last hundred years, have done well. And I'll never forget it, but I never, I'll never forget, you know, thinking about Enron, thinking about what they did to Arthur Anderson, uh, thinking about uh, just the various politicians and political shenanigans on top of just outright greed and corporate shenanigans that, that occur. And I said, I don't know what these guys are doing. All I know is this is my life's earnings right here. It's my life's work. And if I decide to invest it with them and take on debt to start my business, thinking I can pay debt at four and get 9% back on markets. If, uh, if we got a couple things, corporate shenanigans, Wells Fargo, the guy at Wells Fargo, remember the CEO there? I mean, basically, uh, those guys are, are crooks, man, in terms of what they're doing for their uh, their customers, just lying about them, making stuff up. And I said, I don't know what these guys are doing. I have no idea. All I do know is the only thing that really drives them is quarterly earnings, quarterly earnings, quarterly earnings, which is why we're seeing more and more companies go private, thankfully. And so I said, I'm going to make the, I'm going to make the jump. I'm going to get out. I'm going to invest myself. And I had a minimum of once I hit this minimum below that, I would... Uh, I would go find another crappy old job and I haven't had any, thankfully I haven't had to go anywhere near that minimum, thankfully. But you know, my wife has had to work because we needed the health insurance. But other than that, um, we haven't had to, had to do that. I haven't come close to that minimum. Uh, but anyway, I remember thinking if I, if this goes wrong with corporate America and I'm in some crappy old job, then I lose because I'm in a crappy old job, which I can't stand. And my my money that I've built up over time is is you know going to get killed for whatever reason. Not, and I'm not saying it's going to go down to zero, but let's just say it went down 50 percent, like what happened in 2007 to nine. It's 55% decline in the S&P 500. I said, well, hell, I might as well risk 55% of my own wealth and see if I can't make something work. And that's what I told myself. So I just got done reading this article. And I can't bring it up anymore because I just read it and I closed it out and I got to read it again. I got only three uh, articles a month from Bloomberg. Big money starts to dump stocks that pose climate risks. And I had a few, about a year or so ago, I did a video on Vanguard, which concerned me deeply because Vanguard's an index fund. And index funds, uh, because they're just dominating the market in terms of money coming in, uh, they have significant voting shares now on these corporate board of directors. And just because they're an index fund, they're passive, doesn't mean they're passive in their voting rights. Let's just put it that way. And Van all these companies are dominated by big city, the coastal elites from the biggest schools you can imagine. And they're all going to be dominated. And the HR uh, departments, they're all going to be liberal without question. And so the concern I was reading this article about, this is the first I've actually probably was, I guess is the first because it was the first time I actually had any subscribers, but I've talked politics and my stuff before because they go hand in hand, politics and financial planning. You cannot separate the two. But this is the first time people said, stay off politics, just focus on financial planning. I said, you can't because the problem was that Vanguard was being uh, weaned to do more or uh, I guess convinced, I should say, browbeaten 
to take more and more of a positive stance in favor of the climate on their board of directors for the various companies they're on. And they're, they're not going to, it's only a matter of time for they, they submit. And this is what's scary because it's all fake. It's all fake. We know this. Anyone who wants to do research knows these guys are all fake. All the research done is just, it's part and parcel part of fake news, but it's part of fake news to separate you from your money to give to them. And so now we have big money stars that dump stocks that pose climate risk. I'll just read you the first, uh, Earlier this year, Miriam Omi's deputies at Legal and General Investment Management sat down with board members and managers of ExxonMobil to discuss how the oil giant could address climate change. Uh, LGIM manages $1.3 trillion and is one of Exxon's top 20 shareholders. The Exxon delegation listened, but it didn't accept the suggestion, says LGIM's head of sustainability and responsible investment management. Uh, Along the same time, Exxon persuaded the SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, to block a shareholder resolution that pushed the oil giant to do more to address climate change. All right, so, I mean, as silly as this is to address climate change, how do you address climate change? I mean, literally, how do you address it? And I guarantee these people are flying in their freaking fancy schmancy airplanes to get to that board meeting. I guarantee it. I guarantee they fly their airplanes all over the place in which they analyze stocks and whatnot. The point is, how do you address it? We need more solar PV. Okay, that's fine. We can. So is Exxon supposed to now dedicate 10% of their profits to solar photovoltaic, to these horrible wind turbines? That's not a good use of capital. That's a horrible use of capital. Horrible use of capital, which is why we see for sure the minute that Hong Kong got rid of their, ses- their subsidies uh, for Tesla electric vehicles, no one's buying electric vehicles in Hong Kong anymore because we know these are bad investments. If you want to do it with your own money, it's fine. I don't care. I literally don't care because uh, I'll, I'll get solar photovoltaic panels at some point too. But you can't. But this is what's going on. They are, these capitalist, capitalist uh, essentially, this is just all rent seekers. I.e., we're going to be the biggest uh, signalers of our virtue, uh, so we can go out there and get you know rub shoulders with the media and the Leno, Leo DiCaprio's and whatnot, and wherever they go in Sweden. This is what's happening. We know this. I mean, when I was at USA, I saw the same thing. They wanted to rub shoulders with Robert Griffin III in the NFL. You know, so a, a big corporate bigwig, uh, you know, who basically just he's there because he just got let, promoted to his uh, highest level of incompetence. And USA spent 20, 30 million bucks or whatever it was on advertising. Now, this corporate bigwig who literally hasn't done anything other than be a corporate bigwig gets to rub shoulders at the uh, the Super Bowl and uh, rub shoulders at the Army-Navy game, rub shoulders with the biggest names in the politics and the biggest names in the NFL. It makes him feel like he is king, a kingmaker, when he just happens to be an empty suit that just got put there. Same thing is going on here. I mean, these guys, they happen to own the shares of ExxonMobil and they think they're all that in a bag of chips. So they're going to go and say, you need to do something to address climate change. What would be, I'm just telling you, whatever it is, is not the best use of their capital. The people who know how to use their best capital are the people in charge of the company. That's just a fact. If you don't like it, you can fire them and that's fine. But here's the ultimate end result is your old buddy, Josh. Let's say old Miriam Omni uh, took an activist stake and was able to fire the CEO and bring a new CEO from MIT who studied climate change to come on there and say, now we're going to divest, divest, and ooh, what does divestment remind you of? Oh, boycott, divestment, and sanction. What the anti-Semites are doing to Israel. That's the same kind of thing. We got to divest because it's better than saying we're anti-Semitic. We're just saying divest. 
which means we're going to divest in climate change, divest in um, uh, horrible entities like Israel government for some ungodly reason, for somehow, and thus we're not going to let Israeli scholars come to our campus because we're not anti-Jewish, we're just anti-Israel. Yeah, okay. Same thing is happening here. But as a capitalist, theoretically, society, it's the best use of your money. And if you get some new corporate guy to come in there who's going to you know, part and parcel a watch, listen uh, to what Miriam Omni and her clown of corporate execs tell him to do, he's going to take capital that should be positioned over here to maximize the profits to the shareholders, which is the whole point of a capitalist society. And now we're going to be told to put it over here so we can say we're doing something to address climate change. You see how that works? No, not for me, man. And that's the scary thing with Vanguard. They got such a big position on so many board of directors. And you can see the writing on the wall. They're going to start doing this as well. And that's what I talked about in my video. It says that's not good because they want more sustainability. Morningstar now has their sustain. They've had it for a while. Their sustainability ratings. It's silly. It's silly. And we know what it was going to lead to. Bad use of corporate capital. And if it's bad use of corporate capital, inherently it's going to minimize the returns on your investments. There's just no two ways around that. So then you got to come out that says, okay, so I have an idea. I can invest with these guys who are getting pressure and pressure and pressure because it's hard to stand against the grain of the media, the academia, the media, academia, the Hollywood types, and on top of investment managers who are dying. It's almost like economics and sociology and psychology, um, they have this hard science envy is what it's called, physics envy, a chemistry envy, a science envy. They wanna have more and more equations to validate that they're just like the hard sciences. In fact, in this book right here, talk about Tom Wolfe, The Kingdom of Speech, he talks about the sociologists, psychologists, that they need to get hard back in the 40s and 50s uh, because hard science was after the World War II where all the people were fawning over the physics, the chemists, and a little bit on the biologists too, and uh, sociologists, psychologists, linguists, and things like that nature. They're just, they're like, you know, it's the communications department, no one cared. So they were trying to get hard to get the legitimacy of the hard science. Same thing that happened in economics with Paul Samuelson. They got to get all these graphs, numbers, sigmas, alphas, betas, the whole thing. It's just, it's silly. And so the same thing happens here. So this lady wants to be, they, they want to be viewed as legitimate change people of the world so they can go down there to the Davos or go wherever the heck these people go and, and say, look, we're here with you too. And, you know, they just want to rub shoulders and I get it. And they don't want to stand against these people because this media, the academia, I mean, the Academy, uh, or not the, I guess the Academy, the, the entertainers, they all are in one direction. And it's not focused on your bottom line. And that's what I'm telling you. You've got to look at your bottom line. If they deploy 10 to 20% or more of their assets to low producing investments, that hurts you. So what's better for you to try to do your own endeavor or you to pay off debt or rely on these people? I'm telling you, man, this is what I did. So I said, I'm not going to, I mean, look, I still got money in the market. I told you I'm BTV is all I got. I don't have anything else, but I've spent because I invested in myself. And I tell you, man, I'm not saying you will come out ahead. I don't know. But here's the thing. If you don't try, uh, you could easily find yourself down here like a 2007, eight and nine. And also on top of that, still at your crappy old job. Huh? If you do try, you might still find yourself down here. Uh, but you're no longer having that crappy old job. At least you tried. At least you can say at the end of the day, I gave it two to three years. If in two to three years it doesn't work, then go back to what your crappy old job was doing. Yes, you might have less money to show for it, but at least you tried, man.
at least it tried. Just think if you said, I can't try because I'm too scared. And then the market fell across the, because the SEC went after Enron. The SEC went after Arthur Anderson. Some political shenanigans made Microsoft, uh, was it? What did Microsoft have to do? Put Netscape on their browser. I mean, this is all stuff that can happen. And you're invested with these guys. And next thing you know, you're like, I don't have a pot to pee in, but I'm still at my crappy old job. So I'm, look, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying for me, when I see these articles, it makes me kind of, again, go, hmm, hmm. And I start thinking, if this you know continues on, because look, this climate change stuff, the more they get proven against that they're just wrong, the more radical they become and the more paranoid they become. And, and because of that, the more they're going to push and push and push and people just don't want to fight back against this that's why the republican party is always weak knee because they just they don't want to fight it's tough to fight it is you want to just get along and the same thing's going to happen in corporate america they don't want these environmental people radical protests at their corporate headquarters they don't want that you know they don't want to have people in front of their homes protesting like they're killing the environment killing their kids they don't want that they're just trying to make a buck anyway so uh i hope this helps anyway if you have any questions don't forget to put them in there but Anyway, think about investing in yourself instead of the corporations in some regard. All right, we'll see you next time.